0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Elochus, Yoridea Chelik Aleph, Hilchus Giluach, Haloche Paragraph Bays. We'll start from the words, V'alkein, Sarois, HaPeyes, V'Hazokon. We dedicate the learning today, L'Iloi Nishmas, Yehudis Gilo Bas, Rabitzok Yaakov HaKoyen, whose yard site is today on the 9th of Teves and also for a complete refu Shalema for all those that need it, including mm-hmm. Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Michoel Yaakov Ben Idis, Idis Vaz Mariam Gershon Chanoi Chenech Ben Rochel, Yehudis Vaz Bas Chana, Baspero, Menachem Ben Rishabasher, Yaakov Yishua Ben Vreindel Rechel, Shlame Nisa Ben Mazal, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Vaz Chana, Sarigital Chana Riva, Gabriela Sora Bas Tal Esther Kalaya Basmalka, <laughs> Malka, Shimon Elieze Ben Rochel, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doiv Ben Frumet Nechama, David Leib Ben Shena, Shira Dvoira Abbas <laughs> Miriam Avigayal Baruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Tuv Ben Yafa Simcha Bas Dvoira, Asa Ben Yehudis, Rivkakana Abbas Shoshana, Besorich Yisrael. And and bas Adel, Toiva bas Chavaperel, and bas Sora. We're in the middle of a discussion about the beard and payas as it relates to chapter 21 in Likut Imran, where Rabbi Nezal speaks there about a person purifying the seven openings of the head. And therefore, the hairs of the Paeus and the beard, which are close to and surround these seven openings of the head, These hairs play a major role in being able to draw these makifin. Makifin again means that knowledge that a person doesn't have yet. Ki Iker Hamshochas Shivas Haneroys Because Rabbeinu explains there in chapter 21 in Likudim that in order for a person to draw this light of Makifin, this knowledge that a person doesn't have yet, we receive it via the seven candles, which are Shehem Shivas Nikvei haroish, the seven openings in the head the two eyes, the two ears, the two nostrils, and the mouth, which are shaped like a menorah, the Shiva kodesh says. The middle candle is the mouth, then you have the two nostrils, then you have the two eyes, then you have the two ears, just like the shape of the menorah in the Beis HaMikdosh. V'Shom Yoyitzin Saros HaPeos Vahazokon And it's there, surrounding these openings of the head, that there come, come forth these hairs of the peos and the beard, by which we draw and receive these makifin. And this applies on two levels. First, we just presented it on a general level, and now Rav goes into detail. The payas and the beard are two different Elements here, they correspond to the two different procedures that Rabbeinu explains over there in are required in order for a person to be zayichet to achieve these makifin. And what are these two procedures? Sheheim tza'aka. The first step is screaming, crying out to Hashem, mm-hmm. to give birth to this new seichel, to take it out of, out of its ha'aloma, out of its hiddenness, and bring it into revealed existence. And step number two is, shiva purifying and sanctifying these seven candles, these openings of the head, in order to bring those newborn makifin inside of the person. Take a look over there in Likud where Abenazal goes into detail explaining these two procedures and showing why they're both needed. And these two procedures correspond to these two mitzvahs, which are... Sarois the Sarois to leave over the hairs of the paeus, not to cut them short, too short, and also the hairs of the beard. Kalide Because by growing peos, a person draws that first a person activates that first procedure that's mentioned there on the Kudim Ram, Shahu tikun Hatsaoka. Which is the tikkun of screaming, crying out to Hashem, to give birth to this new seichel, meaning to take it out of its hiddenness into a state of being revealed. Tsa'oka, screaming, is associated with Hashem's name Elohim. Bechinas, as the Zohar Kodesh says, which Rabbein Al quotes over there on the Kutimran, Elokim La Aroma kola. Hashem's name kim is associated with raising one's voice. Elokim is Dinim. tsooko. shem of Orsham, as Rabinazal explains over there in Likutimran, Al Posuk Nachamu Nachamu Ami Yoimar Eloikehen. It uses the name elekim there. And Rabbein says there that elekeichem, elekim, is la'aromokola, to raise one's voice. Vezeu bechina saraya peyos. That's related to the hairs of the peyos. Ki peya bigimatria elekim kamuva. Because as the Arizal says in the Yitzchayim, the word peya is bigimatria elekim. So the peis represent this concept of the of the Avalsaro is hazokon, whereas the hairs of the beard, heim ikar Hamshoha Samoichem, they represent this ability to draw the moichim inside of us. Kayodua <speaking in> Biksovim, <Hebrew> as is brought in the Kisvi Arizal, the Arizal stress explains this. She iker Hamshoha Samoichem Huali tikune hadikno kadisha that the main way that we draw seichel, new seichel inside of us every single day is through the tikkunim of the holy beard. Now, the Arizal and the Zerar Kodesh say this refers to the 13 attributes of kindness of Hashem which are called the Yud Gimel E Dikna, the 13 Tikkunim of the Beard. And it also refers to the 13 formulas by which we expound the Torah, the Shloish Esremidoish HaToyron Adreshes Bohen, And that's why every morning we recite that Brice of Rabbi Shmuel and we say the Shloishes Esremidoish in order to draw inside of ourselves these new moichen, which come Kaviyochel from the Dikna Kadisha, from Hashem's holy beard, we know that it's brought that on Shavuos, when we received the Torah on Har Sinai, the Gemara says, Hashem appeared to Kal Yisrael, Mole moleh like an elderly person full of kindness. Now again, the word zokin means elder, and the word zokin is the zokon, which represents the kindness, the white beard. ki iker hazokon etzel because we know that the the main part of the beard comes forth around the mouth. Shehu hasoif v'haklal shall Shiva shivas haneros. The mouth is the lowest one, and the end of the Shiva Sanerois, These seven openings of the head. Ki kol hadas hanimsha hal yodom i koroi u mezgale al because all of the knowledge and wisdom that a person draws and receives via the openings of the head all comes out and is revealed via the mouth. Sheshom Ikar That's where the main das is revealed, Bibchinas, as it says in Apostukamish, Mipiv Das Usvuna. From a person's mouth, we get to know what they're thinking, what's in their mind, their knowledge. The sham hazokon, and therefore it's around the mouth that the beard comes the main part of the beard comes forth sha yodoi hamshochas hadas mimakif lepnimi, and it's through the beard that we draw this das from the state of Makif, which means it's outside of our head into pnimi coming inside Shannimshakh Clolius which we draw via all these seven candles and all seven are nichlal in the pair. as we mentioned many times that the, the the malchus is the is the ocean that receives from all the streams above it kol elhayam and the word elhay the words elhayam make up the word elokin All streams feed into elikim, into the malchus, the Zohar HaKadosh says. Because the beard is a composite of the 13 tikunim of the beard, which the Zohar HaKadosh speaks about. Which are the 13 formulas by which we expound the Torah. And that's what gives us the ability to understand all the revelations, and all the new revelations of the Torah. Because all of the revelations of the Torah are brought about through these 13 formulas by which we expound the Torah. Which are these thirteen tikkunim of the beard that the Zohar Kodesh speaks about? Shaze ikur bechinas hadas mehamaqifin lifnim. This is the main way that we draw das knowledge from the state of makif, which means it's outside our our head. We don't understand it yet. Lifnim to bring it inside. Lahasik Hidushe Torah to be to understand new revelations in Torah has Zokon Kedusha Hanerois. And therefore the beard represents the purifying and the sanctifying of these seven candles, Hamakifim Lifnim, by which we bring in this knowledge inside of ourselves. this is what the Posak says in Tehillim, chapter 133. Kashemen hatoyiv al like the pure oil that comes down to the beard. Bechinas shemen mishchas We know throughout these Sifrei Kabbalah and Sifrei chasidus knowledge, high-level knowledge, is referred to as pure oil. That 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 that, that the light of the menorah, mitzvah the Torah oil. The Torah is light. And it's fed by this oil, this Shemen Mishchas Kodesh. Shehu Bechinas Kiddushas hashiva Haneirois, which represents the purifying, the holiness of the seven candles, Shemeiren V'dolkin Alidei Bechinas Shemen, which shine and light through this oil, Shehu Bechinas Das U'Moychem. Oil is this concept of Das and Moichem. Rabbein towards the beginning of Likud Imran in one of the earlier chapters, I believe Torah Daled possibly, he quotes a story of Rabbi Bar where it speaks about 300 barrels of oil. And Rabbein Azal says there that the 300 barrels of oil represent the moichen, the seichel, because we know in the Midos of Hashem, the upper three are always referred to as hundreds, and the lower seven are referred to as tens. So, these 300 barrels of oil refer to these three moichin, Chachmabina Das, or Kesar Chachmabina. So, here Rabnosan Zal explained to us how the pais and the beard correspond to the two major steps that Rabbein Zal refers to over there on the Imran in order to achieve the makifin. Step number one is to bring those makifin into a revealed state, to take them from from Ha'alama into hisgalus and to give birth to them in a sense. And that requires tsa'oka. There's a posseh, senu yoidea ta'alumais. Our screams bring forth that which was originally hidden. And then, in order for those melchem to go inside of us, inside our brain, inside our head, it requires creating openings in the head. Those openings are these seven openings of the head, which are like the menorah in the base of Mikdash, and the wires that assist them are the hairs of the beard and paeus. So the paeus represented the screaming, and the beard represented the holiness, the purification of these seven openings. Question in the chat: that it's it would seem that the mouth doesn't receive any information. On the contrary, it gives out information. But in order for the mouth to give out information, it has to receive information. The mouth receives from the brain. The eyes, the eyes, and the ears, and the nose are all working. They are the senses, the five senses of the person, in a sense. And they're absorbing knowledge, and that knowledge is received and reflected via the mouth. Exactly. The Malchus. Exactly. Dabor la One ruler to a generation. Dabor, dibur, Malchus. Always. Paragraph Gimel. V'yalken hapeois gedelim gam etzel hatinoik. This is going to explain a mystery. Why is it that by a small child, a baby, the hair of the peis grows? Av'al hazokon eno ad However, the beard doesn't start growing until a person is older. Because a baby, when it's small, as it starts developing and growing, its moichen are developing and growing with it. Which is the source of the chiyus, the spiritual chiyas. Remember, ha chokma techaya ba The chiyus is is the mo'yach, the seichel. Ha'inu she'oz yotzin hamoychin v'negdolin meb'chinas ibur leb'chinas leida. Even when you, when a child is a baby and it's starting to grow, the mo'achin of that child are being born are being born and starting to develop starting to develop, to go from a state of ibor pregnancy, to eventually, to become Leda. Ki oz mi moichen di le moichen di yanika, Because that's when the, the child exits, <coughs> and the moichen of child exit from being referred to as moichen of ibor, the moichen that are in a state of pregnancy, completely hidden, to a state of Yenika where the child starts nursing. The, the Sifrei Kabbal explained the whole process of, of Meichen developing starts with ibur, Yenika, and then Leda. I'm sorry, Leda, ibur Yenika, birth, and then, and then, I'm sorry, ibur pregnancy, Leda, birth, and then Yenika, then nursing oz saras so that's why even at that early stage the hairs of the peis start coming out because we explained that those hairs the peya is elokim that's the tzoka. that represents giving birth to the moikhen bringing them out of the state of pregnancy into a state of being born that's where the hairs of the Pais are associated. Whereas the beard only starts growing when the child becomes older. Because to bring those makifen, that knowledge that a person doesn't have yet, to bring that inside. That's the real completion of a person's intellect. When a person is constantly learning new things, <speaking in Hebrew> that a person only achieves when they get older. <speaking in Hebrew> and that's why that's when the beard starts growing. Paragraph Dalid, V'alkein has soris ein lo And this is why the Gemara says that a person who is sterile, a person who cannot have children, doesn't grow a beard. (laughs) Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 21 that the main reason for bringing children into the world is so that even when the person, when the parent will leave the world, they're leaving behind a blessing in the world. That there'll be a continuity. There'll be a continual drawing of the Oyer Haponim of Hashem into the world. And another term for Oyer Haponim is achieving this new knowledge, a person learning something new. That's receiving from this Oyer Haponim. And the most important the most important das, is achieving knowledge and recognition about Hashem. And the mission of a Jew in this world is to draw that knowledge and to pass it on from generation to generation from father to son as the Pesach says in Yeshaya, A father will transmit, pass on to his children, the truth of Hashem. Because it's impossible to draw all of this recognition of Hashem, all of this knowledge of Hashem, in one generation. V'kamuvan b'mashenem arshom alin yibum as Rabbeinu Zaloverde in Chapter Twenty-One of Likudim Ran explains this regarding the process of yibum and chalitza when a person leaves the world without having had any children, how that has to be repaired through the process of yibum or chalitza. Sheiker hapegam shel hu al bonim shi'chu sechel the main problem of a person who passes away without having any children is that the person wasn't Zecher to leave over a new generation that will continue this process of bringing Makifim into pnim, of achieving new das, constantly learning new things. as Nazal explains over there, look over there. and therefore A person who is sterile and cannot, doesn't have any children, they don't grow a beard. This shows that that person isn't really completing this process of drawing Makifin, which is reflected in the beard, which is accomplished by the children one produces. Now Zal adds another interesting kiddish. Paragraph Hey, This will explain why babies scream and cry during their babyhood. ad tashlom because from the day that the baby is born, until the baby reaches a certain stage of development, the moichen are being born in that child. They're, they're giving birth to new leida, And we have to give birth to those new moichen and reveal them, bring them into a revealed state. Take them from pregnancy into birth. As we see in actual life. That as a baby starts growing, it learns how to nurse. First it learns how to nurse, then it learns how to move it, its hands and its feet. And its own. That's why Hashem has put it into the nature of a baby that babies cry, babies scream. Because in order to give birth to the moichen, to take them out of that state of hiddenness into reveal, to take them out of that pregnancy, requires screaming. Just like a woman, in order to give birth, she screams. There's the 70 screams of a woman in the process of giving birth. Bechinas, as the Posik says, Sa'akosinu Yoideya Ta'alumais. Rabbein Azal brings the command to as Rabbi Nezal brings this Posik over there. That this screaming and crying out is what reveals Ta'alumais, that which was originally hidden. And now Sa brings this to us. We're no longer babies. We wish we were babies. We wish we- now that we know this, we wish we would have screamed more, so we would have gotten all of this knowledge. Omized Sorikha Odom Lilmoid Lainian Iker Hamoyak Vahadas Haamiti. And from this all of us can learn a very important lesson regarding how we go about achieving real Sekl, real Das. Lahasig Hatoira Haktosha. Tabizek to understand the holy Torah, Ulahakires Haboira is Borah, and to bizar to achieve real recognition of Hashem. When a person sees that their their das, their seichel is hidden from them, that they don't really understand, they don't really know. Their das, is in the state of ibur, a person has to scream a lot to Hashem like a woman in childbirth, exactly like she screams, that's how we need to scream when a person wants to be zaycheh to get to new levels of recognition of Hashem. And like a baby that cries when it's, when it's young, in order to give birth to this, these moichin. Because regarding this concept of seichel, knowledge, das, recognition of Hashem, there are many, many levels, infinite levels. Because the screaming of a woman in birth, or a baby, in order that 's in order to produce the regular sechel regular das that 's needed for that new child but as a person grows, the person has to give birth to real sechel, not just sechel of knowing how to eat from a spoon, no you know the real big sechel. We're talking about the seichal recognition of Hashem and knowledge of Hashem that a person achieves by serving Hashem. And that's where you have the real pregnancy and birth and development and makifin. And when a person's when, when this knowledge is still hidden from a person, The person requires a lot of screaming in order to, to bring this out of its hiddenness. From wherever that person's seichel has become hidden each person on that level on their level our screens are what what, what give us what, what give us this knowledge that's hidden from us because it's only Hashem who really knows where our seichel is, where is this knowledge that I'm supposed to have that's hidden from me. And it's impossible to reveal these makifin, these moichin, this big seichel through any other way other than seichel. As I'm reading these words, I'm being reminded, we know that one of the greatest revelations of Hashem was at Kriyas Yamsuf. The Posik says, ro Yecheskel Ben that the smallest, the lowest level person, a maidservant who crossed the sea at that time with Moshe Rabbeinu, was able to see Hashem more clearly than the Navi Yecheskel. How did that come about? Take a look what it says right before that. el Hashem, Vayishma Hashem Tzaakosam it says there a few times they were screaming. And Hashem said, Ma titzak eli, what are you screaming for? And the Zohar Kodesh says, on those words, Ma Titzak eli, why are you screaming to me? The Zohar Kodesh says, Ba'atiko talia milsa. Why are you screaming to the second floor, third floor? You got to scream to the hundredth floor. You got to scream to the top floor. You need atiko. You need ta'alumais. You need that hidden, the keser. You need the Rachman gedoilem in order for this miracle to take place. That's this tremendous sa'aka which brought about the miracle and brought about the moichim, this incredible re, re, revelation of Hashem. That it says there, they vayiru ha'mas Hashem, they, they were able to see Kavioch. they had fear of Hashem, they were able to see Hashem with this level of clarity. Tonight is going to be Rav Nosensal's site one of the things we know about him, one of the things that Rabbi Nosenzel said was that he felt that helped him a lot was that very often they would be, be with Rabbi Nizal on Friday night. They would have, he would have the meal with Rabbi Nizal Friday night or Rabbi Nizal would say Torah on Friday night. Rabbi Nossenzel said the other Talmudim would go home and go to sleep in order to get up for Chatzois. And he would climb up on the, the mountain by the Bug River and scream sometimes, scream all night, screaming to Hashem, in Breslev, brent a fire. There's a fire burning in Breslov. I see, I met somebody now that I see can teach me worlds that I don't know. Fire mir in harzen. Hashem, shine this fire, bring this fire into my heart, bring this light into my heart. And it's that screaming that he was known for. And it's known that in tefillah also, when he'd in shachres min he would scream. Now the screaming wasn't necessarily a screaming that everybody heard. We know Rabbi Zal teaches us there's this concept of a silent scream, <coughs> that a person can be screaming with every ounce of energy inside of them, and the sound isn't escaping from their mouth. The sound is going inside and traveling to the brain, but not escaping through the mouth. Just find the screen, then. Excuse me. If that's called screaming. What defines the screen? a scream? A scream means when a person's putting all their energy, all the energy inside their body, into that coil that they're producing. Here again, they're producing a coil. Sometimes it escapes; it comes out through the mouth. Sometimes it doesn't. Um using all the energy to scream but the speaker.: Exactly. The speaker isn't on, exactly. They didn't turn on the speaker. You have an airplane before it takes off. They rive up the engines to a certain maximum, and then they release the brake, and then you see what power, what power was, was, was stored up. Also, this concept of Buddha, we have beards already, and we're past the katna stage, and we're past the screaming stage, so now our screaming is a different pechen of screaming. He said that there are many infinite levels of moichin of this, this whole process. It's infinite levels. So, not, so, so every prayer. day that a person's beard is growing, the peyes are growing, the beard is growing, that, that kind of thing. Also the actual screaming. I mean, so we're not so trying to bring out a to this to this concept that you see by children... The screaming is just to bring it down to Makifan and then we have to build take that up because a baby is learning new, has to learn new things every second, and everything is new to it. Everything is new. New means that they don't have it yet. That the, the Mo'achin haven't been born to, to to give birth to these Mo'achin. To take it from Ibor to Leida requires this tzaka. One question: Why women don't have beards? I'm sure that this is this topic is discussed in the Zohar Kodesh and the, the Zohar Kodesh Ne'arizal explain very often the differences between Ish and Isha. All the different. The, there's a famous Gemara Noshim Daiton Kalois, that women are have different different relationship with Das than men do. Another question does the mouth correspond to malchus in the sense that it has nothing of its own? It doesn't receive any information by itself. It only gets from the other openings of the head. It would seem correct. Exactly. Exactly. Just like the malchus is fed, it's fed by all the midah is above it. Now Rav Zal uses this as a springboard to go into the topic of midah by women how that's related to everything we're learning here. Paragraph of, This will explain why a woman, when she sees this blood, this damnida she becomes tome, she becomes impure, and she is forbidden to her husband. Ravinezal explains over there in chapter twenty one of Likudim that the way that we draw those makifin inside of us is by purifying these seven candles. And Ravinezal says there, this will explain why when a couple get married, they celebrate Sheva seven days of celebration in order to take in these, these moichen. And we know also there's a custom by the Ashkenazim, I don't know if Yisrael will do this, that the kala, under the chuppah, the kala goes around the chassan seven times. She circles the chassan seven times under the chuppah. Chuppah is makifin. Rabbein Azal explains over there on Likud Yomran. Ayin take a look over there on Likud Yomran. Haynu al pihanal. This is related to what we just learned ki iker mitwas hewoda sabanem hubishvil bishwil laham she makifnamal midol bodor one of the main reasons for bringing children into the world is to bring in to continue this process of converting makifn into pnimian <coughs> from generation to generation ubishwil ze iker hachoper vehayichul shehachasna and this is also the main reason for the chuppah which the couple stand under and the union between the husband and wife shiva and this is why it requires 7 days of celebration corresponding to these 7 candles shaaliodo masigen by which we achieve these makifin, ki kol ikra hasana because the whole reason, the whole reason for this major celebration, the wedding and the chuppah, is for the man to be able to draw upon himself new makifin. shehem hadas, which is the real das. The real das is always learning things that I don't know yet. Because the union between husband and wife is called das. As it says in the Torah, "Vayeda Adam eschavo istoi." That's the term that's used. Das ki yahay lodo nimshach mi mokoiyam oyd. Because birth comes from a very, very high place. This process of birth, shenis oyrin hamoychin lemalo lemalo at shoyris kol anes First, there has to be an arousal of the moychin of the highest, highest level which is the root, the source of all souls and then that travels down, down, down to where the actual birth takes place. All of this is this concept, the fact that the seed originates in the brain shows that this is all this concept of drawing makifin. Shehi hamshochas hadas, milamala mala, which is the concept of drawing knowledge, wisdom, from a very high place. Ad sheikones v'yoyer bedas Until this das will enter into and shine in the brain of the person, bozei ha'oylam, in this physical world. That's the most important thing. Because even though Hashem has angels and more angels and bigger angels, and He has the throne of Hashem, and He has all of these spiritual worlds, what Hashem wants most is that we on this physical world should achieve recognition of Hashem? Shezehu ikur That's the real greatness of Hashem. That's the real pleasure of Hashem. as is known, and as Rabbeinu Saul expounds on this in chapter seven in the second half of Likutei Men and women are both playing a role in this later process. You know, the, the, the Gemara says in Nida that there are three components to a child being born. There's the bone structure, which is provided by the man. There's the flesh and blood, which is provided by the woman, by the mother. And there's the neshama, the battery, which is provided by Hashem. All three are playing an important role in producing this supercomputer, this thing that's more advanced than anything and everything that's been created from the time of creation till today, you know, a human child. V'alkein, Rav Nassau says, now we'll be able to understand why kol nisoiyon ha'odom u'bechirosoi tluya bezois hatayva. The main, main test of a person in this world and the main place where a person has to choose between holy and unholy is regarding this taiva, this desire for a union between male and female. Ki Because Hashem has made holiness and unholiness, good and bad, parallel to each other in order that there should be a choice. Ve'ikar habchira and Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 21 of Likud that the whole concept of this choice exists within Yediyah, within the fact that on one hand Hashem knows, Hashem knows everything, and Hashem even knows what I'm going to do tomorrow and a week from now, and yet I still have free choice. And Rabbi Nizal explains over there that the fact that we cannot understand this, that's what makes it possible for us to have a choice. As soon as we will be able to understand this paradox of Yediyah and Bechira, there'll be no more Bechira, there'll be a Bittol HaBechira. Rabbi Nezal says, as I heard actually from Rabbi Nezal's mouth, I heard him say these words. This is something that we cannot possibly understand how the choice is inside the knowledge. And therefore, beis shatsrich and lahamshih das when a person needs to draw new das, shom iker habihira. That's where the, the main choice comes into play. The whole righteousness and goodness of tzaddikim and religious people is dependent on the das that they draw with holiness and purity and with emes and emunah. Ki einom chursemes ha sigam Because these true tzaddikim, these people who are really religious, are careful not to cross the line, not to go out of bounds, and to start delving into questions and paradoxes about Hashem that we cannot understand now. They realize and understand that these paradoxes are things that cannot be resolved now in this world. Because these questions, these paradoxes, are a type of seichel hamakif that we cannot possibly bring inside our brain while we're in this world. And therefore, these tzaddikim, these really religious people, they draw, they study new knowledge and new seichel and new makifin, which we can achieve and we can understand in this world. And that enables them to be able to understand Hashem and achieve recognition of Hashem on their level, be'emes U be'emunah shlema with truth and with solid faith. u'mamshichim hadas midor ledor. And these tzaddikim, these religious people, pass on this knowledge from generation to generation. she'zei ho'ikra kanal. And that's so important. That's so important. whereas those people who are wicked they behave like Zimri who committed an act of Znus with a non-Jewish woman openly the lowest, lowest manner the the worst pigama bris, and they want to understand they want to achieve high levels of understanding of Hashem like Pinchas This is an expression that's used in the Gemara. They do not purify these seven openings of the head at all. They look at things that a Jew is not supposed to look at intentionally and they want to try to understand those paradoxes, those questions about Hashem that we cannot understand. And as a result of this, they become distant from Hashem and they come to major denial of Hashem. To the point where, unfortunately, they cause many people who are following them to stumble also. And those people get caught in in the traps of these philosophers, these scientists, who don't believe in Hashem. Who don't conduct themselves with purity, any kind of family purity or anything like that. And their victims get caught in the traps like a bird that gets caught in a in a trap. Kayaduat as is known, this terrible tragedy, Bifrat Badoirois Halalu. says, especially in our times, in our generations. And again during Ravnosazal's time is when this plague of reform Judaism started spreading, Rahmurahsan. And this is why the Zohar Kodish and all the foreign stress that the main test of a Jew is in this area of Tikkun Abris, purity in how we address the issue, the relationship between men and women. Because... in the the true relationship between men and women, which is supposed to produce children, in order to do that, we have to activate the Das on all levels. We have to turn on all the lights. Because that's where birth begins. It begins in the brain. That's where the seed originates. And opposite this, the Sotan, the Sidrachra, activates the evil of the Eitz-Hadas. Shemishom kol chamimus ha which is the source of all the passion of the Yetz-Horah. Ki Because in that chapter in the Moran, Rabbein Asal says right in the beginning that what generates the heat in the body? The movement of the brain. We know in physics, you learn movement generates heat. When a person's in the cold, they have to move around, jump around to, to warm up. If the person's standing still, they're going to be cold. If they're moving around, that's how a person warms up. So Rabenazal Azal says there that according to how quickly a person's brain is moving, when a person is using their brain to learn new things all the time, that's what generates the passion, the heat inside the heart. When a person is learning the right things, it generates a holy passion, a Heslav Vos And just like when a person is using their brain in holiness, they're learning Torah, they're learning new things every day, every minute, that generates that warmth, that fire, to heat up the heart for to Hashem with a fire, a burning desire, to be able to daven and serve Hashem with a passion, a a, a holy fire. So too, on the opposite end. When a person is learning the wrong things, when a person is studying from the Eitz Hadas, which is that combination of good and bad, that generates a passion for sin. The passion of the sin. That's where that passion for sins between men and women is activated because we know that the peel, the shell, comes before the fruit. And therefore, unfortunately, that's more accessible. It's easier to get to. And that's why the majority of the world, their passion is the passion for sin, this type of sin, which originates from the sin of Adam Arishayin Shepogam toy toivara who is pogam in the etzadas shom and that's why that's the main battlefield and that's the main test and that's where a person d- determines whether they're going to purify themselves whether they're going to succeed in Yiddishkeit, or chas v'shanah not. Kayaduah, as is known, and as Rabbein Azal expounds on this, in paragraph 115 in Sikhoi Saran, in Rabbi Nachman's wisdom. Ki because the main choice is in the brain, in thought, in knowledge. Shemishon ikar because that's where this union begins. The union between male and female Begins in the brain. Now, Rabnosis, I'll go into explaining the concept of Mida and other beautiful things. Any questions, please? Being that tomorrow is Asorabatevis, it's a feast, and in Shul we have extra tefillois. We have the Slichos, the special Slichos of Asorabatevis, and the Kriya Torah. We'll start the Shia tomorrow, 8.15 15 to give a little bit more time. Reminder tonight is Rabnosen's Asyar site. In most or all of the breasts of Shul's, there's a Suda, there's Divrei Torah. We should be Zucha Eschusa Yogan Aleinov al Koli Yisrael. should be to learn his Sforim, to, to to absorb the advice, and to follow in his footsteps. So we'll be Zucha to the Gula Shleima, Bemher Gameno, Amen, Amen.